You're listening to Under the Sun Podcast. Get ready for interviews with guests that are experts and enthusiasts in all kinds of fields and topics where we discuss a little bit of everything. Everything? Everything. What about everything? You heard it, folks. Nothing is off limits. If it's under the sun, we're talking about it. Ready to have your mind melted? And now, the dawn of discourse, the connoisseur of conversation, the chief of chit-chat, your host, Evan Dixon. Okay, five, four, three, two, one. Well, hello there, you beautiful, sexy motherfuckers. What's up? How are y'all doing? You doing good? It is Thursday. It is the end of the week. Did y'all have a good week, huh? My week. Let's talk about that. I have not had the best week. Uh, I have barely gotten any fucking sleep. I don't think the new medication that I'm on is helping. But I don't want to go into too much detail with that. Just because I'm not sure about it yet. But these past two weeks, without a shadow of a fucking doubt, has been fucking miserable. And I'm, I promise this won't be a downer episode, but I just wanted to talk about it for a second. Because I just want to give myself a pat on the back for being fucking engaged and having a positive attitude despite getting no fucking sleep. <clears throat> I'm telling you, my body's so sleep deprived that it fucking thrives off that. Whenever I get seven to eight hours of sleep, I just feel like absolute dog shit. If I get little to three hours of sleep, I'm just fucking full throttle. That's just how bad and how sleep deprived my body is. For instance, Tuesdays and Thursdays are the longest school days of the week. I'm at school for like four hours. You want to know what's weird is that in high school, we'd be at school for like, what, six to eight hours, maybe, you know, you start at eight o'clock in high school, you would get there at least before they changed the new um, schedule. Remember, like our first two years of high school when school started at like 7am or 720. But then they're like, Oh, well, teens, they need more sleep. They're so sleep deprived. They're not learning. I don't know why I'm mocking that because that is 1000% true. I was the only reason I was pissed when they changed the schedule from starting at like 7.30, let's say, to like 8.30 or whatever it was for you guys. The only reason I was pissed about that is because we got let out later in the day. And the only thing I could ever think about was like, shit, I'm wasting 30 minutes of my day. But you can't argue like we were all getting more sleep, you know? And did I feel a little bit better during the day? Like sometimes, absolutely. It just depends on how much I slept or I didn't sleep, right? But I am so glad that they changed, that we that they started school at a later time in the day. But yeah, you would start at fucking high school. Like at 8 a.m., you'd go till 3. My school starts at 9.30 on a Tuesday, and I go till 2 o'clock, right? Not even, like, 145 to be exact. And even then, I'm like, Jesus, how the fuck did I do this in high school, you know? 
I can't wait to get to my uh, graduate years to where you only take like a couple classes and it's just mainly, it's mainly what you're working on, right? Like I still have to take some fucking gen eds, man. For instance, I took a presentation, I'm taking a, what the fuck is it called? presentational speaking I believe it's basically public speaking I don't know why they don't call it that because that's basically what it is but they call it presentational speaking which is basically the same thing but I think public speaking has a better ring to it don't you think right but we had to do like a speech today and I fucking killed it I'm not gonna lie but I thought everyone else should have killed it too guys this I it was only a two minute speech and you could basically you had to talk about your an action that you've taken in the last year. You had to talk about your values and your culture. And they didn't have to relate at all. It's one thing if these all had to relate, but they really just don't. So what I had to do for this speech today is talk about a culture that I'm in. And I talked about the gym culture. By the way, I recently started getting back into lifting this week. Um, I don't know if I ever explained on the podcast, but one of the reasons why I stopped lifting is because I just had this chronic pain in my back. I had a lot of knots and I thought I had a pinched nerve at one point. And it was, it just got, the pain got so excruciating to the point where I couldn't bend over. Like it was tough tying my shoes and I couldn't squat. I even bought a squat belt to relieve the pain. It just didn't help at all. So I haven't been to the gym in like two weeks, which is just fucking weird, right? Because for people that have known me for a long time that are listening, I have been lifting since the fucking dawn of time, since I was probably 15, right? So to take two months off without breaking a bone or something is very fucking rare. Like, I don't think I've done that in the last five years that I started lifting. So I got back into it today. Um... I felt it was it was time to get back into this routine. And one of the reasons is because it just sets my mind right. Like again, I am prescribed for stress and anxiety, and one of the biggest fucking medicines and coping mechanisms I have is lifting. And getting back into it has made me feel definitely a lot better. Not it's not like a fucking cure, but it's definitely something that has helped me get through the week, despite having no fucking sleep. Yeah, so I have to take this presentational speaking class. And I'm not going to lie, I am i don't hate it right now. I actually like it. And when we did syllabus day, I definitely had some concerns. But I think this is something that could definitely help me with... One, this podcast, like this is one of the reasons why I took it is because I think it could help me with the podcast regardless of how it will help. I don't know how it will help. I just know like it doesn't hurt to take this class. But also, I want to get to the bottom. Why is public speaking so scary, right? I mean, you're either a really confident motherfucker or you're lying when you say you've never been like scared to do a presentation in front of the class. Why is that? I remember in elementary school and middle school where we had to do these presentations in front of the class and I would always just psych myself out saying, oh my God, I'm so nervous. But why? 
What's so nervous about getting up in front of the class and then just talking about something? I know some of it has to do with if it's something that you don't know what you're talking about. For instance, like I took Spanish all in middle school and I was definitely scared to give Spanish presentations because that's a second language. You don't, you could definitely mess up. Hell, I mess up with this podcast in my first fucking, my first and only fucking language that I know, right? So giving a Spanish presentation is definitely like anxiety. I get that. But most when you're doing a presentation, it's something that you do know about or that you at least done research on. And for some reason, getting up in front of the class is just so fucking weird. And I agree because I get nervous for every presentation now. At some point in middle school or elementary school, I don't know the exact time frame, but I just started getting nervous for like presentations. There was this bliss moment of like five years through my like academic career where I'd give a presentation and I just fucking rock the shit out of it. Fuck yeah, man. I'd walk up there with fucking balls the size of Texas. My dick is like 12 inches long and I fucking kill the presentation. And now I walk up there with like a millimeter Peter. At least I used to. Again, I gave my first presentation today and I just, I fucking killed it. I mean, it was an easy fucking presentation. It was really fucking easy. Like, don't, I'm not going to give myself fucking huge credit here as if I was giving a TED talk in front of hundreds of thousands of people. But, you know, <laughs> you know what's funny about this class is that we were just really not necessarily overhyping this speech, overhyping this speech that we were supposed to give today, but we were definitely talking about it as if we were about to give our fucking thesis for college you know we were supposed to have an outline for this speech that we did today <laughs> and it's a fucking minute the speech had to be between a minute and two minutes right like i've been talking on this podcast for about 10 minutes now and i seriously felt like you know a minute has gone by like it's so easy for me to just do a minute speech, regardless if I know what I'm talking about or not, you know? And I remember my professor today, she was like, if you don't have an outline, start making one right now. Just fake it till you make it. And I was like, I didn't think I needed a fucking outline. It's a minute fucking speech. She even said the day before, like each of your topics is going to be 20 seconds, man. Like a 20-second topic. Like, imagine if this podcast was two minutes long. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, that is so great. Yeah, but the teacher was so proud of me. She's like, you did such a great job. And I'm like, I just kind of talked from the heart. I feel like with public speaking, if you know exactly what you're talking about, you shouldn't be as nervous. Because I've given plenty of speeches where I didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. What the hell am I supposed to say, you know? But let's move on. The moral of that story is that this class is super easy, but we're pretending to make it a way bigger deal than it needs to be. That's the premise of the story, and we'll just move on from that. So, as you guys know, I got in an accident last Friday. A car accident. I got T-boned. And I'm fine. 
like I, I told you guys that on last episode, I'm fine. Like the bruise that I had went away. But anyway, I was on my way to school when this accident happened and I missed an entire biology lab. So a couple days ago, I emailed my teacher. I actually texted her because her number was on the syllabus and I'm just way better with text messages. You know, I'm not saying email isn't for boomers, but I don't know. I don't mind emailing people, but I'm just, I feel like texts, they don't have to be as formal because whenever, whenever I've emailed any teacher, I'm always like, dear, dear Dr. Braun, or, you know, dear Dr. Selvig, you know, and then I'll end it with sincerely your student, Evan Dixon, or, you know, (laughs) it's literally like the most formal letter you can ever see from a fucking college student but it's literally regarding like some fucking question on a paper you know well i have questions regarding question section 19b or so you you know what i mean i would always make my emails formal and i you know what's weird is that i made this text message formal to my teacher but you know it was definitely less formal like i didn't have to include a subject line because it's not an email but i was definitely like dear doctor you know so and so i don't want to give out his or her name that's 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 not fair to them they're entitled to their privacy and then i titled it like you know sincerely evan dixon it was definitely weird because it was a text message and he or she had an iphone because it was a blue message but it was I texted my professor saying, so I missed Friday's lab because I got T-boned, right? (laughs) Sorry, my mom just walked in. I always forget to lock the door. I need to get a sign for outside that says recording in progress or something because there's so many times and I've edited, I've edited most of these out. So you guys don't know, but there has barely been one episode where my mom or someone didn't walk in. They're like, what are you doing? And I'm like, well, you know, I'm just jerking my guest off here. You know, we were about to have sex and you kind of ruined it. (laughs) Oh, that's great. Any hooser. I texted my professor with pictures. I texted him two of the texted him slash her two of the pictures of my car that clearly shows that I was in an accident and I explained the entire situation. I was on my way to school. I was on my way to the RTD and I got fucking T-bone. Is there any way I can make up these biology labs? And they're like, no, you cannot make up any labs And then I asked them, well, I'm really confused. I'm really in the dark about what I need to do. And then he slash she explained to me what I need to do for this week. And after that, I was like, so is this going to affect my overall grade? Like, are you going to, you know, exempt this absence? And she's like, no, I'm not. But this won't affect your overall grade too much, only a little bit. What the fuck? Well, that's reassuring. I literally got in a fucking accident that wasn't my fault, and you're not going to exempt it? Like, I know you can't make up labs. Like, I don't know how it works. I haven't met with this lab. I haven't met with this professor yet. We only meet once a week on Fridays. So tomorrow will be the first day that I meet her. And I am very, 
very intrigued on meeting this person because I was reading over the syllabus trying to figure out what the fuck I need to do for Friday because when you miss one class you're just you're not going to get most of it especially when it's like syllabus day and it's like I've never been in a lab class before besides chemistry in high school that doesn't really fucking count right so I had no idea what the fuck was going on but what if someone gets COVID, right? Like, what if they physically can't come to class because they don't want to infect the entire fucking school? Are you not going to exempt that absence? I just find it very unfair that my professor is not going to exempt an absence for being T-boned. Like, yeah, you missed class. Tough shit. Jesus, I'm sorry I got fucking T-boned. My bad. I'll try not to get T-bone on the next time I come to your class. Like, fuck. By the way, MSU is sitting on a house of fucking cards right now. My biology teacher showed me, like, a three-page document, let's say, of the protocols for COVID and what happens if someone gets COVID. And it was divided into, like, a 2T chart or something. And it just goes, It's it, it was this really fucking intricate diagram. And the best way to break it down is that here's what's going to happen if you get COVID. Here's what's going to happen if your surrounding classmates get COVID. Here's what's going to happen if they're vaccinated. Here's what's going to happen if they're not vaccinated. And basically what it ultimately led to is that if one person gets COVID and then two more or one or more people get it, then we're going straight to online. And then basically you're fucked unless... The professors planned on it, but I've heard from two of my professors that they are not planning on doing online unless we are fucking forced to going into it. So our school this semester is sitting on a fucking house of cards. If one thing falls, then we are all fucked. So I just wanted to ask this question, like, what if that happens to my lab? You know, how are we going to do a lab? You can do a lab over Zoom. I, I'm, I didn't take a lab during quarantine, but I know how it fucking works. I had friends that did it. But it was just really insulting to hear that your grade will be docked, but not by that much. Like, it shouldn't even be docked at all, you know? Like, what the fuck? So, I got my vacation in one week. I am so excited, and I'm sure, as most of you know, I'm going to New York, and I'm very excited. But I'm not going to lie, these past two days have been pure stress and anxiety. Because I am already in close to $1,000 in the hole for this vacation. And what I, what I did account on, but I didn't think about too much when I booked the trip, is food and transportation. Like, I thought about this a little bit, but... You know, you don't really start intricately planning anything until you get closer to it. And now what I've been thinking about is how much transportation and food is going to cost. Like, I'm not renting an Airbnb, and my hotel is more likely than not going to have, like, you know, a refrigerator where I can make food. And even if it did, I don't think it's going to have supplies. So... Most likely, I am going to have to eat out like every fucking meal and I'm going to have to take an Uber or the subway station to wherever I need to go. 
Because I plan on at least sightseeing a little bit, you know, like I want to go see the Twin Towers, I want to go see the Empire State Building, maybe the Statue of Liberty, I haven't decided on that yet. I've seen the Statue of Liberty in so many fucking movies that I really have no obligation to take a, what do you call it, a ferry to just look at it. Especially since everything in New York is so expensive. I've been watching YouTube videos on how to get around New York and what to eat. And everything is like probably 1.2 to 1.4 times just as pricey as whatever you want in New York. Like for instance, you know, a beer at a bar would cost like what, five bucks? And the cheapest beer from at least the YouTube videos that I've watched in New York is going to be like eight bucks, you know? For instance, another example, Noodles and Company here is what, like 10 and a half bucks? There it's going to be maybe 14 or 15. So you can, you can see where this is going to add up, right? So it's just been stress and anxiety because I haven't, I've been saving up money, but it's all been for the truck, right? Like, usually when you have a paycheck, you put like 40% of it into a savings for when you're saving up a car when you're an adult, right? I've been putting like 60 to 70% of my paychecks into it because I'm just so impatient, man, and I've been wanting this truck. So... I barely have any money in my account, especially since I've had to, I have to buy books this week. That's going to be 300 bucks and I leave next week. So it's just been stressful, but I will, I asked a couple of my folks to help out and thankfully they are. So I'm definitely excited to go to New York. I might have to type in, I might have to tap into that car fund, but it will all be worth it. I am so excited to experience New York. You know, you see all of it in the movies and you hear all about it, but it's something that you have to experience for yourself. And I am very excited to do that. I just had to replace my phone as well. Thankfully, I had insurance on it and it was only 200 bucks. Which I didn't have to pay for because I'm still on my grandpa's plan. This is the one thing that I don't have to pay for, thankfully. But I offered to pay for it. I, I'm the one that broke the phone. Uh, and you know what's weird is that just over the past three or four months, it has just deteriorated so much. I dropped it on concrete while I was working at Papa John's. And that's when the entire back just cracked. And then, like, the, the glass has been peeling off ever since. And I can see the inside of the phone. And no, I haven't electrocuted myself or, you know, it's not going to sting me or anything. It's literally just like, it looks like a copper or bronze back from what I can tell. And it's really, like, it's non-reactive, which, I don't know. I'm a moron. So I thought, like, once I saw the glass, like, what if I touch this and it, like, fucking... Like, electrocutes me. I know that sounds dumb, but I don't know. Have you ever touched the inside of a phone? Like, do you do you fucking watch phone buff on YouTube and you're like, well, like, let's do this, you know? Like, maybe you do. I don't know. And then about a month or two ago, I dropped it in the hot tub. Well, I didn't drop it. I left it on one of the corners, which isn't smart 
But when you don't, I didn't have my case on the phone at this point because this is already fucking broken. I'm like, how can this get any worse? And then, of course, I decided to play God. I'm like, yeah, this won't get any worse. And, of course, it did. It, You know how when you don't have a case on your iPhone, it's all glass and it's just slippery as fuck, right? Well, that's what happened to my phone. I just left it like on the corner of the the corner of the hot tub and there's just zero friction between the phone and the hot tub and me and my friends were just you know we were not even moving around a lot but just a little bit and enough to where the phone slipped in the hot tub for only five seconds i might add but nonetheless it slipped in and the cameras didn't work for about five or like two to three weeks and then the cameras actually came back on i didn't put this phone in rice or anything so shout out to apple for this phone not shitting the bed because i have dropped a phone in the water for literally like three seconds and this was i think that's when i had the iphone 7 which they claimed was water resistant which is a load of shit Every iPhone since the iPhone 7 they claim is to be water resistant. That's a load of fucking shit. They're like, oh yeah, it's uh, it's really water resistant for 30 minutes up to 3 meters. Yeah, yeah, that's a load of shit. I dropped my phone in like a meter or two meters of water for two seconds and it fucking flips out. But I dropped my again the iphone slipped in the water for about five seconds and it the cameras didn't even work for about two to three weeks and then it and then they came back on so that's kind of cool i mean 2021 like at least technology you think it's going to be dead but it keeps working but nonetheless the cameras have been shaky um they're still water trapped in them so you get like this foggy resolution where you can barely tell like to you can barely make out what the picture is. This is for those of you that see my posts on Snapchat and Instagram of my guest and what the topics are for that episode. I haven't used my phone once. Those are all my guest phone. Every time my guest comes over or a guest comes over, I'm like, so we're going to have to use your phone to take a picture because mine just doesn't work. So... Since I'm going to New York and I'm going to be that typical tourist that's taking pictures of everything, I'm going to be very well aware of how many pictures I take and where I take them. Like, I don't mind taking as many pictures as I need to, but I don't want to be in the way of New Yorkers because I'm on a fucking mission when I have to be somewhere here and I can just tell, like, you know, someone's not from here. They can be from Colorado, like they can be from Breckenridge or Colorado Springs, but they're not from like, you know, the metro area in Denver and they have no idea how to get around. Or yeah, it can be straight up Nebraska people. It can be people from Oklahoma. I don't fucking know, but you can tell they're fucking tourists. You know, they have no idea where they're going. So they're driving five miles down the speed limit. I don't want to be that person, but that's going to be like on the sidewalk and stuff. And New York is basically, you know, people commuting by sidewalk and, you know, light rail or this and that. And I just want to make sure that I'm not in anyone's way. That's my biggest pet peeve is when someone's in my way. That happened on the way to fucking school today. I swear to God, this fucking woman in front of me was drunk. She had her turn signal on I-25 the entire fucking time. She was going five miles under the speed limit. 
I tried fucking getting in a different lane, and every time I did, she'd get in my lane, and she wouldn't even change turn signals. She had her right turn signal on for probably five fucking miles, and she followed me all the way up until, like, my last exit. I'm like, you're a fucking bitch, and you have to be high as hell or something right now. You have to be. I don't fucking know. All right, I'm going to talk about a few more things, and then I'm going to get out of here because I have to do some biology lab homework because, you know, as I said earlier in the episode, my biology teacher seems like a raging whore right now. I hate to make judgments before I meet this woman, but judging by the syllabus and the car crash that I literally fucking explained to her in detail, she's like, well, I'm sorry, you can't make up the lab. Uh... It won't affect your grade too much, though. Well, gee, that that's really reassuring. Thank goodness next week is Labor Day. Because we don't have classes next week. And I will be in New York during lab. And since there's a lab on Monday, they have labs Monday and Friday, I believe. And I'm in the Friday lab, obviously. But for Monday, since we don't have class, they just cancel lab for the whole week. So thankfully, I won't be missing that. Because if I did... Like, I guarantee my biology teacher would be like, well, tough shit. You should have gone on vacation. Like, you know, you're supposed to devote your entire life to this one fucking... This is a gen ed credit, by the way. Like, this isn't even going to go towards nursing. Like, it won't Like it won't hurt, obviously. But it's... I don't know. I've already fucking taken this class, as I've mentioned before. Okay, I'm done. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm done. So, have y'all ever gotten in a fight with your family over COVID? Like, at least once, regardless of what it was. You know, you should wear a mask. You shouldn't wear a mask. You should get vaccinated. You shouldn't get vaccinated. You shouldn't go out. You should be six feet apart. We shouldn't be in school. We shouldn't be at work. You never should have gotten fired. We never should have let people go, right? I, not fucking once, have I gotten in a fight with my family about this through the entire fucking quarantine. It's mainly because we just keep our fucking mouth shut about it because we know what it's going to start. You know, it's not like necessarily our family has opposing sides, but definitely my, um, you know, my grandparents feel different about the vaccine and COVID as opposed to my parents or me, which just, it makes sense, you know, like they're really, they're, they're older and they're more vulnerable to it. But for the first time in all of fucking COVID-19, we were sitting at dinner today and we just got, it wasn't a fucking brutal fight. It was, it was petty, but it was a petty fight about COVID. And my mom relayed to my grandfather that we are not vaccinated. It's not good that we've been lying the whole time that we're not, we, we never told him that we weren't vaccinated, but it's just for their own protection. It's for our protection. It's. I'm already getting a fucking controversial waters here. But I mean, why would we tell him? Because it's going to be a fight every time we fucking see him. And I'm not going to go into their opinions and my opinions. At the end of the day, I've kind of already touched on what their opinions are. They're older and they feel more vulnerable to it. And they are for the vaccine. And I am for vaccines, just not this one. There hasn't been a lot of research about it. It came out way too early in my opinion. There's been deaths about it. And that's just my opinion. And I'm tired of 
institutions and people trying to convince me otherwise. And I'm tired of people on my side trying to convince them otherwise. Like, at the end of the fucking day, people are entitled to their opinions and we should leave it at that, people. Why do we have to fight people? Why do we have to fight other people on why you should or shouldn't get the vaccine? It's a waste of fucking time. Usually you're not going to change their opinion. Then they're just going to get heat about it. And then some fucking douchebag with a small dick is going to come on a podcast and talk about it, right? Like, fuck. I just wish we lived in a day and age where we could be entitled to our own opinions and we can leave it at that. And I've said it this with politics and everything else. That's what makes us human is that we all have different fucking opinions. But we just got into this petty fight about it and I was just silent the whole time just with my eyes wide open. Like, are we seriously doing this right now after like this whole time where we've never fought about it? Like, we, we, we had a great rest of the dinner, but it was, oh my goodness, it was so, it was so petty. So the last note I'll leave you guys on, and I'll probably talk about this topic again, but I've just been dying to talk about this conversation for so long that I need to talk about it now. You know what I've been watching lately nonstop is The Amazing World of Gumball. Do you guys remember that kids TV show? Holy shit. This fucking show is a goddamn masterpiece. It only ran for six seasons, but they all had like 40 episodes in each season. So technically you got like, what? what is that like? Is that 240 episodes, right? Shit, that's a lot of episodes. Ugh, still not enough though. You know how... I'm telling you, and this is a conspiracy theory I can get behind. These TV shows are obviously produced by adults, right? Like, fucking kids can't produce TV shows. That just doesn't make any sense. I'm telling you, they purposely put adult jokes in there. They fucking sneak them in there like fucking Easter eggs, man. It's what they did with SpongeBob, and that's what they're doing with, you know, the amazing world of Gumball. There has been so many fucking sex jokes. There's been dick jokes. But they're so fucking, I would say, censored. And you have to read between the lines to understand the joke. And you don't understand them as a kid. Because I've watched this. I didn't watch it a lot when I was a kid. But I saw this meme a couple years ago. And I think you guys know what meme I'm talking about. Because it's just so funny. You know how... Um, Gumball becomes self-righteous over the internet and he challenges people over arguments. There's this cactus in The Amazing World of Gumball and her name is Carmen. And they're both sitting down at a lunch table, right? And Carmen goes up to Gumball and, he's, and she's like, have you ever tried whole grain bread? It's far better for you. And fucking Gumball in this condescending, self-righteous tone is like, not everyone can afford to get extors, Carmen. Maybe you should check your privilege. And he just goes off on a fucking tangent. And he's like, are you, are, are you body shaming fat people? And are you assuming that woman, are you assuming that women can't be a doctor? 
I think you guys know what I'm talking about because it's what fucking goes on on the internet these days. It's it revolves around the world tolerance. The word, not the Jesus Christ. Okay, I'm out. I'll see you guys later. Oh my god. Sometimes I tell you guys I'm just in full fucking moron mode. Goodness gracious, Evan. Get your shit together. It revolves around the word, W-O-R-D, word, tolerance. That is what the internet is made up of these days. I swear to God, the amazing world of gumball is like the Simpsons and South Park where they predicted what the internet was going to be like. This is exactly what fucking social media is like, where people are getting in fucking arguments about who can be more tolerant, you know? Like, should are you saying trans people shouldn't be proud of who they are? Or, you know, they shouldn't call people out for mispronouncing their pronouns? or fat people shouldn't be proud of who they are or are you assuming that women can't be doctors or something it that's exactly what fucking twitter is like that's exactly what instagram is like that's exactly what any fucking post that you post on instagram there isn't one fucking at there isn't one fucking post right on instagram twitter facebook it doesn't fucking matter it is any fucking post there is going to be that one fucking asshole that's trying to get a rile out of fucking people and then it creates this entire warfare over fucking Facebook or fucking Instagram, whatever it is. This happened in South Park, ladies and gentlemen. Kyle Broflowski's dad, whatever his fucking name is. I, I I don't know what Kyle's dad. I don't know what the fuck his name is, but he is a literal fucking troll, man. He is trolling people with cancer. He's trolling people who are fat. Uh, the cancer one's not a best one, but people have trolled people with cancer before. Like, you know, like, shouldn't cancer people be entitled to fucking everything or something? I, I don't know. That's a bad example, and I don't want to, like, I don't want to butcher that because that is, that's a really fucking bad one. Because South Park has definitely crossed the lines, and that's one of the ones they definitely did cross. But the point is, Kyle Broflowski's dad acts as a troll, and he trolls an entire country to where he makes a lot of people kill themselves. And he's just sitting at his fucking computer with a glass of wine laughing about it. It's fucking evil, right? But tell me not, South Park is on the fucking money, right? The amazing world of gumball is on the fucking money. They are creating... These episodes that literally predict the future. There was this one episode in The Amazing World of Gumball where it's where their Wi-Fi goes out for the day and they don't know what to fucking do. And the point I'm trying to make is that there's this quote in that episode where it's like, I don't know what to do before the internet was made. We don't ever have to retain information anymore. We can just look something up. How fucking true is that, man? With the internet now, you don't have to fucking retain any information that you learn. You can literally fucking Google it, and then you can write it down, man. Like You can cheat on the test, or you can memorize it, but you don't have to retain any fucking information that you learn in a fucking lecture. I know this because I'm fucking guilty of it. This happened when I was at Western. This happened a little bit while I was in high school, but not a lot because this is when I wasn't sleep deprived and I was actually motivated to do shit. But this happens a fucking lot. You can doze off during an entire fucking lecture as long as you get the fucking synopsis and you can fucking research it. You can ask fucking Siri and you will get that fucking answer, man. 
it's such a great fucking point, man. If our Wi-Fi went out or the internet went out, what the fuck would we do? Like how, like, we are literally just left to ponder and wonder with our own thoughts and we'll never get fucking answers for them. I was talking to this guy at the bar yesterday. He's like, I know way more information than I realize because I look it up on the internet, second guessing that I don't know it. And then I look it up and I'm like, oh shit, I did know that. You know how many times I've fucking done that? That happens all the fucking time, man. Where I did know an answer, but I'm like, well, you know, I better fucking Google this or Siri this because I'm not sure. Although I am, but since we have the fucking internet at our disposal, we can do whatever the fuck we want. The Amazing World of Gumball is fucking genius, man. Especially the animation and the fucking characters, man. The fucking creators behind this show, they deserve a fucking Emmy, man. I don't know if The Amazing World of Gumball has... Um, earned an Emmy, but I surely fucking hope they did. Because here's what's great about this show. One, the fucking animation. I don't know if you guys have ever seen the show, but for ones that do ha- that have, they have a realistic live background, like a background. And then you have animated characters in the front. The amazing thing about this show is that you have... I know it's not real. I don't know what they do, but... It literally looks like there's animated characters in real life. The best way I can describe this is imagine if South Park characters were being filmed in front of Denver, like live, right? Like you have animated characters in front of a live action setting. That's the best way I can describe it. Imagine the South Park characters in front of North Table Mountain or imagine they're playing football on Long Lake and the grass. You can see the 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 fucking water coming off the the grass strands because it just rained and you can see each little light in the fucking scoreboard the 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 yellow lights that's what the amazing world of gumball is like the background is from live action places and it's fucking genius but also the characters they are oh my god they're they're fucking genius there's a cactus there's a God damn it. I need to watch this show now because I'm so bad at explaining these characters. There's a rabbit. There's a there's a fish that has fucking legs. Darwin is a fish that has fucking legs, but he doesn't look like a fish. You have you have a robot, there's a T-Rex, there's a there's a giant like monster that's painted pink. Uh, This is really hard to explain because their characters are so fucking intricate. But that's what makes it beautiful, man. But the point I'm trying to make is that what makes this show beautiful is the goddamn adult jokes. There are dick jokes. There's even a couple incest jokes. There's sex jokes. There's ball jokes. There are so many fucking adult jokes that are hidden there in the fourth wall. And it's just... It's so beautiful. And I want to say that all these creators just got fucking high creating this entire universe. And this show, I cannot I cannot get enough of it. The animation, the creativity, it's fucking beautiful. It's bonkers. It's absolutely bonkers. <sighs> Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for the podcast. I have to get to doing fucking biology. I got to go buy some books, man. I got to go spend 
$300 on books real quick. So I'm going to go edit this for you guys. I apologize it came out so late, but I have just been in the pooper with sleep lately. So next, uh, next episode should be my cousin Lily Webster, and we're going to talk about God knows what. She wanted to talk about controversial stuff. So fucking prepare your ears, ladies and gentlemen. Alrighty, I will see you sexy motherfuckers on Monday. Thank you for listening to another episode of Under the Sun. If you enjoyed today's episode, subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star review to help spread the word. You can also follow Evan for more cool content on Instagram at evan.dixon.22. Until then, we'll see you under the sun. Peace!